life and vanity You traded all your hopes and dreams for insanity this is Father Harry Dean, priest of the Diocese of Austin. I'm joined today by Deacon Ronnie Lastavica, one of the deacons of the Diocese of Austin, and our pastoral care coordinator for the restorative justice ministry, which is in service to the incarcerated women and men in Gatesville, Texas, along with the corrections officers as well. And we're here today to continue our series on addressing the homosexual attraction and what the church has to say about homosexual attraction, pastoral care of those with homosexual attraction, and today in particular, the apostolate that serves that group within the Catholic Church and the people who love and want to support them. And what we're speaking of is courage and encourage, an apostolate for ministry to persons with a homosexual inclination. On their website, which is largely what we're going to be drawing from today and presenting who Encourage and Courage are, there are many beautiful prayers to assist us in proclaiming the truth of human sexuality as the Catholic Church proclaims it. There's a beautiful opening prayer, and I'd like us to start with that today, if I may. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy God, mighty God benevolent creator and lover of all life. I praise you and I glorify you. Calm my mind and still my body. Bring me to a deep awareness, O my Father in heaven, of your presence to me right here, right now, above me, below me, behind me, before me, around me, beside me, within me as I lovingly contemplate your goodness and as I humbly bring my petitions to you for the special intentions within my heart today. My special intention for all of you is that we might listen respectfully to what it is to be part of the apostolate of courage and encourage for women and men who experience same-sex attractions and those who love them. If you go to their website, if you have that available, and I know our incarcerated friends do not, but at the same time, we want to introduce them to the content of that and encourage you, our brothers and sisters in the prisons, to get your families on board, to looking at this website for courage and encourage and allow them to understand what might be of assistance in your journey. Um, The way that they present themselves is in three different ways. Uh, expressions, encounter Christ, discover yourself, grow in holiness. Those three, encounter Christ, discover yourself, grow in holiness. Now on the website, when it says, this is what courage is about, there's a quote from Cardinal Robert Sarah, and Cardinal Sarah says this, these men and women testify to the power of grace the nobility and resilience of the human heart. And then it concludes his quote and goes on to say, Courage are men and women who experience same-sex attractions and who have made a commitment to strive for chastity. They are inspired by the gospel call to holiness 
and the Catholic Church's beautiful teachings about the goodness and inherent purpose of human sexuality. Through our apostolate, the Courage and Encourage apostolate, through our apostolate, people who experience same-sex attraction receive pastoral support in the form of spiritual guidance, community prayer support, and fellowship. Now, that's about courage. On the same website, it also goes back and forth between courage and encourage, and Deacon Ronnie's going to tell us what it speaks about encourage. Encourage, and I'll begin also with a quote from St. Gianna Beretta Mola, and St. Mola says, Love and sacrifice are closely linked, like the sun and the light. We cannot love without suffering, and we cannot suffer without love. Encourage members are parents, spouses, siblings, and friends of people who identify as LGBTQ. They're looking for help to keep the faith and to keep their family bonds intact. Encourage members work together to understand the experiences of their loved ones and to respond to them with compassion. They know that it is possible to express love for someone even if We cannot support all of their choices or actions. They find spiritual guidance to grow in the relationship with Christ and community support from other members that helps them remember that they are not alone on this journey. Thank you, Deacon Ronnie. We shift back to courage now on their website again, which is uh, where we're quoting from, five goals, the five goals of courage. They were created by members of the apostolate themselves when Courage was founded. The goals are read at the start of each Courage chapter meeting, and each member is called to practice them in daily life. Here are the goals in their entirety. Goal number one, chastity. To live chaste lives in accordance with the Roman Catholic Church's teaching on homosexuality. Goal number two, prayer and dedication. To dedicate our entire lives to Christ through service to others, spiritual reading, prayer, meditation, individual spiritual direction, frequent attendance at Mass, and the frequent reception of the sacraments of reconciliation and Holy Eucharist. Number three of the five goals, fellowship to foster a spirit of fellowship in which we may share with one another our thoughts and experiences and so ensure that no one will have to face the problems of homosexuality alone. The fourth goal, support, to be mindful of the truth that chaste friendships are not only possible but necessary in a chaste Christian life and to encourage one another in forming and sustaining these relationships. Number five, good example, role model, to live lives that may serve as good examples to others. So again, the five goals of courage, chastity, prayer and dedication, fellowship, support, good example, and role model. Deacon Ronnie, there are five goals of encourage as well. What are those? Five goals of encourage. In recognition of the irreplaceable role of family in attaining an understanding of the experience of same-sex attractions and embracing a life of chastity, Encourage was founded 
and as an apostolate of courage and flowing from the central purpose, Encourage provides pastoral care to family members and friends of persons who identify as LGBT. Here are the five goals of courage. Number one, to grow spiritually through spiritual reading, prayer, meditation, individual spiritual direction, frequent attendance at Mass, and the frequent reception of sacraments of penance and Holy Eucharist. Number two, to gain a, great, a deeper understanding of the needs, difficulties, and challenges experienced by men and women who experience same-sex attractions. Number three, to establish and maintain a healthy and wholesome relationship with their loved ones who experience same-sex attractions. Number four, to assist other family members and friends to reach out with compassion and truth and not to reject their loved ones who experience same-sex attractions. And number five is to witness to their loved ones by their own lives that fulfillment is, is found in Jesus Christ through his body, the church. Before I move on to the spirituality of courage, as Deacon Ronnie has just enumerated the five goals of encourage, I want to kind of go back on these five goals for each of the, the two apostolates that are jointly done together, courage and then encourage. And just ask, I'll ask you, Deacon Ronnie, and I'll ask those of our listeners uh, listening at home, uh, what caught your attention about any one of these five goals? And the first thing I'd want to say, and, and be interested to hear uh, what you think about this too, Deacon Ronnie, is that the goals are possible. I think in the world around us, when it comes to dialogue about same-sex attraction, the notion is, if I have same-sex attraction, that's it. I follow it, I live it, I develop a culture, and I am to be accepted no matter what. What we're saying is, there is something better than that. That if I experience a same-sex attraction, and correspondingly with the encourage, if a loved one, my son, my daughter, my sister, my brother, experiences same-sex attraction, that doesn't have to necessarily be the path that you take simply because you experience the attraction. That you can instead look to that conscience that was initially formed in your baptism, celebration of sacraments leading up to that moment, your whole life of faith, and say, God has something to say to you here. As you experience this same-sex attraction, as you're invited into a culture that celebrates it, encourages you to live it out loud and proud, that says that there's absolutely nothing wrong with it and it should be seen as an equal among all other options of human sexuality, we're saying something different here. And we're presenting, at least in this beginning part of our presentation of Courage and Encourage, another way of taking in the reality of your same-sex attraction and then moving forward. And that moving forward, at least in, in this first part, is with five goals. And these goals say, I don't have to salute the same-sex attraction. I don't have to embrace it. I can see it as something that is a challenge to me, like any number of other things that are a challenge to me in my Christian life, whether it be a temptation to gossip, whether it be a temptation to cheat on my taxes, whether it be a temptation to overindulge in drink or, or any other number of self-serving things, that there is a way to say, 
Holiness is achieved in the manner in which our church presents human sexuality as a good that comes from God. And in those goods, there's five goals that helps me to be able to look at my same-sex attraction in a different way, with courage, chastity, prayer and dedication, fellowship, support, good example, role model, with encourage, grow spiritually, gain a deeper understanding of needs and difficulties, establish and maintain a healthy and wholesome relationship, assist family members, witness to our loved ones. These are the things that we want to speak of first, that you don't simply have to say I'm over and done with just because I have a same-sex attraction. I'd be interested to hear you know, your thoughts on this, Deacon Ronnie, particularly coming from your ongoing uh, and continuing work among those who are incarcerated in, in our state prison system. I think that anytime we begin something new, it's going to require us to um, begin slowly, but we have to begin. And I think that the important thing that we see, particularly with the encouraged community, is it starts with to grow spiritually through spiritual reading, uh, through their prayer life, through their meditation, their individual direction, uh, the graces that come from the frequent reception of the sacraments, especially sacrament reconciliation, Holy Eucharist. Uh, if, if that has not been a past practice of ours, then it, it is one that we need to avail ourselves to first and foremost, because what we're doing here is developing a relationship with the source himself, and that's Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, through uh, encountering with Christ, uh, not only do you encounter Christ, but you also discover yourself. And that sense of growing in holiness is keyly important in any relationship. Um, I don't know that the same-sex attraction itself is it's not a sin. That's not the sin. It's the actual, actually out on that attraction that becomes sinful. And so the first part that we have in the five goals of courage uh, is to be uh, certainly um, seen as a desire uh, for all of us, and that is the, to live a chaste life, to live chaste lives in accordance with the uh, teachings of the church um, is uh, first and foremost. And that's we're going to speak about this later on in, in this program series, uh, the difference between someone who's grown in holiness and that's allowed to live their chaste life because of the, the, the fruit of that holiness versus a, a, the, the white-knuckled approach, so to speak, that, that um, it's not a good choice. Um, but I can't emphasize the importance of prayer, um, being able to, to sit with the Lord himself on a daily basis. And there's no right or wrong way to pray, but the important thing is that you pray. We must be men and women who pray, and it's from the fruit of that prayer life that we'll be able to gain a deeper understanding uh, of those around us and, and even move deeper to see uh, not just what I want to see, but more importantly, to establish a healthy relationship with those who are there with us. You said something a minute ago that just really lit me up, and I want to repeat it again, Deacon Ronnie. What I heard you say was the same-sex attraction comes, maybe you haven't been somebody who has had that active of a life in the church, that actually might be an occasion to get not only your conscience's attention, but your whole being's attention to say, wow, this is a time for me to renew my life in the church. I've got something that's tapped me on the shoulder, and it's something that could lead me to sin if I do act on it. As you mentioned, there is a distinction there. 
Or I can have it be that catalyst, that inspiration that says, I need to check out those sacraments again. Time for me to enter back into that gift of the Spirit that comes in those because I'm being challenged by this same-sex attraction. That's a beautiful insight, and I'm glad that I'm glad that you spoke it. There's a spirituality that the Courage and Encourage Apostolate offers. And again, this is on their website. The spirituality of courage is rooted in the priestly heart of a Oblates of St. Francis de Sales priest, Father John Harvey, integral in the development of Encourage, Encourage. His spirituality was born of a profound personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ and inspired by the Oblates of St. Francis de Sales' fervent devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus— The spirituality of courage reflects the urging of St. Francis de Sales to live Jesus. That's in quotes, live Jesus. In the introduction to The Devout Life, which is a work of St. Francis de Sales, he opens the way for persons living in the world to develop a Christian life founded upon the union of one's heart with the sacred heart of Jesus and in a daily striving marked by a total offering of one's life and all of one's works in union with God. In this manner, St. Francis de Sales tells us each Christian brings love and healing from the heart of Jesus to others. He also demonstrates how each Christian's everyday life is not only a gift from God, but also a life that he or she can return to the divine giver, one's labor, toil, and sorrow along with one's rest, triumph, and joy, become a prayerful offering, an offering that can be dedicated to union with God. In this way, every Christian assists in the renewal of the church and the salvation of the world. Father John Harvey possessed a simple goodness expressed in his spiritual fatherhood, especially for souls experiencing same-sex attractions. At the same time, He was a man with great spiritual strength, abiding faith, and noble character. He believed in treating these men and women the same way he treated every other human person facing a challenge, by responding to the person. He found that by responding to each person as an intelligent and free child of God, by treating him or her as equal in dignity, by being willing to share in his or her difficulties— The walls of isolation, fear, and desolation subsided, and thus it is for us, the men and women of courage, to imitate his spirit of fidelity, humility, and compassion, just as the understanding love of Jesus Christ for all souls knows no measure or limit, so might we too be filled with compassion and generous solicitude for every person who comes to us in his or her time of need. St. Francis de Sales believes that the essence of community life for the oblate is lived most authentically by communion with Christ and one's brothers and sisters. But the saint also provides a path of community for all Christians, exhorting us to build a faithful and fruitful human community. This is best accomplished, he says, by bringing the love of God to all that we do. This love, offered to God and to each other, draws us together in a community of charity with Christ and with each other. 
Thus, we are to carry on Father Harvey's work of building spiritual support groups, communities founded in Christ for the sake of assisting members to love as Christ loves, chastely, purely, and selflessly, never betraying in any way the faithfulness and perpetual care which are marks of divine love. Father Harvey learned from Christ, the font of his love, that the gift of love to others first bound him to the universal church, to the Pope and the bishops in communion with him. Father Harvey never worked outside of an abiding obedience to Christ and to his vicar on earth. The courage apostolate was and still is in the heart of the church. So it is for us, the men and women of courage, to remain ever the faithful sons and daughters of Mother Church, understanding this apostolate as Father Harvey understood it, not as his project, not as his invention, but rather as belonging to Christ, who had inspired and blessed its creation. That's the summation of the spirituality of courage. Deacon Ronnie, what does is, what is it say about the uh, uh, spirituality of encourage? Well, the heart of, of both courage and encourage spiritually is based on the writings of St. Francis de Sales and the five goals of courage is the belief that sanctity is possible in everyday life. And through the courage apostolate, those persons experiencing same-sex attractions are encouraged to deepen their Christian discipleship through participation in the sacramental life of the Church, particularly through the frequent reception of Holy Eucharist and frequent confession, as well as through the regular prayer life, witness, counsel, service, and self-giving. And this seems to be a repeating of these these notions, but that's that's by design. I mean, that's the heart of what we're going to be speaking to you now is that developing a way of life that's particularly different from probably your past way of life, that sense of not compartmentalizing your spiritual life, but in, uh, infusing it entirely of your whole being and sense of, of being directed in that in that process. So by developing a dedicated prayer life and seeking meditative and prayerful union with the sacred heart of Jesus, we come to recognize that our true identity as children of God, men and women in Christ, understanding and experiencing the unconditional love of God, thus conforming ourselves to his will for our lives. And Father Harvey recognized this transformation as a process requiring great patience and perseverance with where, and this is where I spoke to earlier, where white-knuckled chastity will give way to interior chastity of heart, and when a soul truly seeks wholeness and holiness in Christ. I liked what you said earlier, just a minute to break in just a second, Deacon Wright, infusing, not compartmentalizing, because in many ways that community that wants to welcome people into a same-sex attraction lifestyle wants you to compartmentalize. They may not state it outright. But if they can get you to compartmentalize, they can get you to slowly shove your religious tenets, directions, interior dispositions aside in favor of being all embraced by the same-sex attraction lifestyle, which is now very fully developed, fully supported, marketized, monetized, all of those things which are seen in the general uh, society around us as fully acceptable and worthy of praise and celebration. Witness all of the different um, 
days that are, are, are put in the entertainment media uh, uh, about pride and, and so forth. And um, what we're saying here is, if I'm going to infuse these spiritual practices, I'm going to say that my identity is bound up not in the lifestyle of same-sex attraction, but in the lifestyle and being of being a baptized soul. Yes, my my identity is in um, my relationship with Jesus Christ. As a, as a beloved son of God, as precious daughters of God, we see ourselves uh, as Christ-centered and other-centered in our relationships with one another. So it's not a me-centered life. It's it's not a life of gratification, but it's a life of giving. I think only from that life can we can we see the fruits of of a, of a chaste life, because then we're able to um, extend that uh, that sense of holiness uh, that is a gift from God, that that sense of of the graces that come from uh, the relationships that we've spoken about, particularly uh, from the graces that we receive from the sacraments of reconciliation, Holy Eucharist, and then we'll be able to become alive. We become more fully alive than we were before. And, and that sense of other-centeredness. Uh, the community aspect of courage uh, extends to an appreciation on a deeper level of the importance of assisting families with a member who experiences same-sex attractions. And courage provides support for family members and concerned individuals with sons, daughters, spouses, or friends affected by same-sex attractions. And without, uh, with, help, with helping members to understand this struggle and the necessity to embrace a, a life of, of chastity. Family members and friends also suffer, and they need to need the support of a community rooted in a reverence for truth, one founded upon the faithful, two, the belief that human persons made in the image and likeness of God should not be reduced to a reference to his or her sexual desires. And I'm going to repeat that because I think that's a very important uh, point that they make in this document, that one founded upon to the faithful the belief that the human person made in the image and likeness of God should not be reduced to a reference to his or her sexual desires. Family also benefit from understanding that we all have personal problems and difficulties which challenges us and sometimes present obstacles to our growth. At the same time, our difficulties and challenges are also accomplished by strengths, talents, and gifts. And when the church provides a badly needed context for the care of the human person by refusing to consider individuals as heterosexual or homosexual, insisting that every person has a fundamental identity as a creature of God, and, and by grace, this child and heir to eternal life, we are all wrapped in the loving embrace of God's holy truth. Heart of the prayer of the heart is the way to union of the heart with the sacred heart of Jesus. It is the union of one's heart with the sacred heart of Jesus, which also brings healing and strength to the family, members, and friends of persons with same-sex attraction. It was Father Harvey's observation that it was important that when working with parents of persons experiencing same-sex attractions, to help them to further develop their own relationships with the Lord. The parents must turn over their stewardship of their child to the Lord, allowing him to bring healing to their own hearts first. In the glorious pierced heart of Jesus, family members will find the gift which their suffering member most needs and, in fact, desires the gift of love 
purified and inflamed with divine love. Thus, the spirituality of courage and encourage requires a steadfast plumbing of the second of the five goals of courage. To dedicate our entire lives to Christ through service to others, spiritual reading, prayer, meditation, individual spiritual direction, frequent attendance at Mass, and frequent reception of the Sacrament of Reconciliation and of the Most Holy Eucharist. With that, we'll draw this first session that we have for you, and we will continue on with more uh, on helping us to understand courage and encourage. I'll close with a prayer to St. Jude Thaddeus, patron saint of perseverance. O good St. Jude, you who were so blessed to have known and loved Christ personally on this earth, you who so exhorted believers to persevere in faith, petition our gracious Lord to bring me, my spouse, and each of my children to a deep abiding relationship with Jesus and to live out holy and chaste lives. Ask our Father in heaven to grant me and my spouse steadfast perseverance as we endeavor to be his loving instruments to each of our children. Ask that God grant us the virtue of fortitude in our calling as parents, which is a calling in perseverance to speak God's truth to our children in all our words, to reflect God's love to them in all our actions, and to never let despair or hopelessness creep into our hearts. Holy St. Jude, Apostle and Martyr, Most Willing Intercessor, patron saint of perseverance, pray for us. Amen.